Welcome to the One Step to Life podcast, a podcast for those living with chronic pain and the people who love them. Honest talk for people living with persistent pain, chronic and complex illness, long-term COVID, or other complex medical conditions. Chronically Ill Teen, Fighting the Dread, by Nancy Darling. First published May 17th, 2021. I remember that sick feeling in the pit of my stomach every Sunday afternoon. Sunday at 3 o'clock was youth orchestra. When my son first developed migraine disease, attacks came like clockwork. Every Sunday around 2.30, he would begin to yawn. Then the auras would start. I'd see him start wincing from the light and then... Just as we were ready to go out the door to orchestra, violin in hand, the pain would hit every single Sunday. If we were lucky, the attack would lift maybe Tuesday. Often it was Thursday morning. It scared me. Not just because he was missing a ton of school. Not just because he'd been curled in a ball on his bed under the covers in the dark. No, it was more than just that. I was scared about the future. Every single thing I read about migraine told me how important it was to nip them in the bud, how migraine attacks spawned more migraine attacks, and every single time he had a migraine, it increased the odds he would have another one, and he was already having a ton of them. And he was missing so much school. He just started high school, but what if he didn't pass? Dreading the future. Fast forward to sophomore year. My son had spent most of the past two years in a self-induced trance trying to escape his pain. He'd failed, or almost failed, all of his classes. He was getting excellent care and great support from a gifted clinical psychologist who helped him cope. But nothing touched his pain. Nothing stopped his migraine attacks not preventives, not lifestyle changes, not rescues. Pain so high he could barely speak for a week at a time, or five weeks, or longer. And now his friends are thinking about college, and I don't see any potential for him to finish high school. And adulthood? Who knows? So every single issue becomes an existential threat. No school today, failed a test, the class, the year, no homework, the same disastrous spinal. I could hear it in my voice, the strain, the pressure, the pushing too hard. It was eating our relationship. Stepping back towards reality. That's when it hit me. I had lost sight of my son. All I was seeing was his pain. All I was seeing was his failure. I had lost track of where he was right now and what he needed right now. Right now, what he needed was to get better. The first step towards doing this was to get up and begin to function again, to stop getting worse, to be happier, to be less stressed, to start taking back his life. So that's where we focused. 
The goal was just to make it to the dinner table, to walk around the block, to get to school. If he made it to school at 2.30 in the afternoon, awesome, he'd made it to school. I knew how hard that was for him. That was a triumph. Every day when he got home, he was a little better than when he'd gone in. When I asked him about something that went well that day, there was always something. A friend he'd said hi to. A factoid from social studies class. An ice cream at lunch. One step at a time. I stepped back. We focused on the now. Pressure dropped. Motion went forward. Plan A, B, and C. Towards the end of his junior year, I could feel my old friend panic rising again. His functioning was better. He was so much happier. He was making it to school most days for most of the time. Still, no effective treatment, but we were having some glimpses of hope. But college was looming, and I still didn't know if he'd make it through high school. Okay, this is on me. I'm a college professor. School is important to me. Holding a job is really important to me. It's hard without an education, and being sick is expensive. My health insurance wasn't going to cover him forever. If he couldn't work... Yeah, dread and real fear for my son started to eat at me constantly again. And this is where planning comes in. Not the planning where everything goes right, smart kids goes to high school, does great, sails off to college, gets a job, finds love, and lives happily ever after. That's not planning. That's a dream. Real planning comes into play when things are not a dream, when you know nothing is going to go the way you want to. When you know nothing is going to go the way you want. So goal having the skills to get a self-sustaining job with health insurance by the time he was 25. Best case, high school, college, job by 22. Another scenario, same path, but it takes longer because he can't go full-time. Alternative, high school, community college or training, job. Next alternative, GED, community college or training and getting a job. Next alternative, and next, and next liberating. These different scenarios aren't magical or transformative. They're certainly not set in stone. But what they did for me as a parent and for him as a very sick teen growing into a man was to provide options to see different ways forward, different ways different things to hope for, to take the pressure off. Those alternatives made every little thing less consequential. Something doesn't work out, setback, failure, yeah, that's going to happen. Keep your eyes on the prize. We grow through setbacks. Now, it's not perfect. I still don't know if he's going to meet his goals. My son did graduate from high school thanks to an excellent disability coordinator and a fully committed group of teachers and administrators. He took a year off to work on his health and got a job. 
he has started community college part-time. It's been rocky. College, that's a huge reach for someone who's missed all high school because of illness. However, when you have a hard time counting on your schedule, college seems to provide a more flexible pathways towards a career than other types of training. But he's moving forward, which is the point. He has good days every week. He has good hours every day. And his bad days are what his good days used to look like. And he's building a future that he's happy with. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, I would urge you to subscribe to this podcast. I'd also suggest that you check out our website. You can find us at oneSteptolife.com. That's number one step number two life.com. The One Step to Life app can be found on the Apple App Store and also on Google Play. Thanks. Bye.